the biggest thing that people do is they they think about production, they think about formatting, they think about marketing, they think about the title, they think about the cover, they think about all these things that are not helping them get their rough draft done. And my goal for for people, like when you're listening to this, or my goal for our students is how do we take you to the rough draft finish line as fast as possible? You're listening to Real Marketing Real Fast, the only podcast that brings you unfiltered, undaunted, insider information on the latest tools and technologies for online marketers. Prepare to dive deep into marketing myths, breakthrough models, and cutting-edge strategies that will have an immediate impact on the growth of your business. And now, here's your host, marketing expert, Doug Morneau. Well, welcome back, listeners, to another episode of Real Marketing Real Fast. Our guest in studio today uh, was a college dropout, and he worked his way to be a six times best-selling author, and he's the founder of a $10 million book-based business. As a C-minus English student and a bad writer, he still knew that there was a story inside of him. He finished his first book in a month, and between dropping out and going on vacation, just two years later, he had published his sixth best-selling book, all while helping non-writers in dozens of fields publish their own best-selling books. He even built a multi-million dollar plus business during that time and still had free time to see his friends, family, travel at his brother's concert, and going skiing. I'd like to introduce you to our guest today, who is Chandler Bolt. He is the founder and the CEO of the Self Publishing School. He has been featured in the Inc. 5000 list as one of 5,000 fastest growing private companies in America. Self Publishing School is the online education school that teaches people how to write, market, and publish their first book in as little as 90 days. And they've got more than 4,257 students that have been impacted to date. So I'm super excited to talk about publishing, self-publishing, and how to make money after you've written your book. I'd like you to join me in welcoming Chandler Bolt to the Real Marketing Real Fast podcast today. Hey, great to be here, Doug. Thanks for having me. And the audio today is a lot better than the last time we heard you speaking in an outside event. So I'm looking forward to hearing everything you've got to say this time and I'm not missing out on any of the key points. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to you being able to hear me. <laughs> so do you want to share with our audience for the people who don't know you or haven't heard you speak kind of what your superpower is and how you help entrepreneurs and businesses? Absolutely. I mean, I'd say my superpower is helping people get their books written and using those books um, to, to grow their business. So you know, we, with self-publishing school and the work that we've been doing for the last few years, it's all, it's been all about how do you, our bread and butter is taking people from blank page to published author in as little as 90 days. So maybe the okay, slow it down a bit. Yeah, so yeah. you take them from blank page to published author in 90 days. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's the goal. And, and certainly not everyone. Um, but I mean, that's the goal. And if the, the process works, um, if, you know, when, if you follow the process and if you do the work, obviously, but that's, that's the process. And, and, and maybe a sub superpower is like someone who's a C-level English student in a college dropout, I think, and someone with ADD, I think my superpower is probably make, making complicated things simple. And that complicated thing just happens to be a book. Well, it's amazing. What's funny is when I think of people setting goals and how often people say they want to write a book, and I know how often people tell me, you have to write a book, you have to write a book, you have to write a book, and years and years and years. And so you spend more time thinking about it than you do actually working with someone like you you guys and your company and your team to actually get it done. Mm-hmm. 
So one of the things that you said was that you help people to go from blank page to publish author, but you help them to grow their business. So do you want to explain for our audiences listening, what, what does that mean? I mean, lots of people think, hey, I'm going to write a bestseller. I'm going to write, you know, another Harry Potter novel and uh, things are going to be wonderful. But that's not typically the approach you take from business. Yeah. And and so, I mean, like we definitely have resources for people. Like we have our Fundamentals of Fiction and Story program, which is like for people who want to write fiction, who want to write memoirs, who want to write children's books, all those things. Um, I would say our bread and butter, though, is using a book as a mechanism to grow your business. So I'm a firm believer that a book is the best thing that you can do to grow your business. And we we look at using a book to get more leads, get more sales and more referrals. So th- those are kind of the three places that we focus. So more leads means more people finding out about you or hearing about you because of because they heard of your book. More sales yep. means how do we integrate this book into our sales process so that more people that already know about you will then turn into paying customers. So maybe that means that helps you present, um, you know, helps you convert a higher amount of you know, evals or sales calls or consultation or anything like that into paying customers. And then more referrals is how can you use this, you know, give two books to every single customer, one for them, uh, and that they'll keep that. And that's in their office, that's in their, you know, in their home. And now every time they see it and every time anyone comes to their office and sees it, they think about you and they think about the work that you do. So like there's that. But then if you give two to every paying customer, well, then now all of a sudden they they give one of those to another person and it's a referral mechanism. So you're making customers uh, referral engines and they can give that book to someone who who might need help with what you do, which is just way easier and lower barrier to entry than something like a business card, which most people are going to throw away a business card <laughs> within 24 hours, but they won't yep. throw away a book. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the business cards often, if you don't throw them away, they'll stack up on your desk, so they fall over, and then eventually you'll put a rubber band on them, put them in the drawer. So you might as well throw them away and just uh, save the brain damage of cleaning your desk up. A hundred percent. And then eventually they do get thrown away usually, but the books don't, for the most part, the books don't get thrown away. So walk us through the process then, because, you know, I, I know you're not talking about people buying the book off the shelf in the bookshelf to to get more leads, or I'm assuming you're not. So let, let me reverse that. Out. I don't want to put words in your mouth. When you say use it to get more leads, let's walk through that. What does that look like for your customers? Yeah. And, and so it can be either. And I mean, and this is something that we, man, I'm trying to think there was, there was two people. Um, I, I know Pat Flynn, we talked about on self-publishing school podcast recently about getting your self-published book into bookstores. And so into Barnes and Noble and into airport bookstores. And that's something he's, he's done and, and, and things like that. And then John Gordon talked about is an awesome story about how it hit, you know, it was a Chad Morris who was a coordinator at Clemson, which is a big, I'm a big Clemson football fan, picked up his book in an airport bookstore then gave it to Dabo Sweeney, who's the head coach there. And then now he speaks to their, that's been a huge consulting client um, for him for years. Wow, and he speaks amazing. to their training camp every single year. And, and so like that's blossomed into this huge relationship all because the book was picked up at an airport bookstore. So there's that. And that's the more traditional approach. But uh, more of our bread and butter is how do we integrate this into what you're doing online? So, you know, we want to take people who are already buying books on Amazon and get them to buy your book and then come into your world and into your ecosystem. You know, over 70% of all books sold are sold on Amazon. So if we can just take that traffic and, 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 and you know, use the fundamentals to be at the top of that those lists, then all right, now all of a sudden we're funneling out you know, buyers into your ecosystem. And then there's things like integrating it through free plus shipping funnels and 
things like that that work really, really well. Um, and so our book funnels are some of the best converting funnels that we have at self-publishing school to turn you know, um, subscribers or browsers into paying customers and, and, and getting into our ecosystem. So that's kind of what we look at is like, okay, how do we use this book as a mechanism to start the conversation? Uh, and I call it a silent salesman um, where, you know, you use that thing to kind of feed into what you're doing. So for listeners who aren't familiar with, with the model, uh, when you're, you, you know, is this really the ultimate lead magnet then if you're doing a free plus shipping? I mean, instead of sending somebody a one page PDF that's mostly graphics and no information, you're actually giving them something meaty that they can hold in their hands. Oh, 100%. And I'd say it's better than a lead magnet because instead of a list of subscribers, you have a list of paying customers. So these are people right. who legit have bought your book. And so it's a self-liquidating funnel. So it's paying for itself. And now you have all these buyers and people who are reading your book, listening to your audio book, all those things. So I know for my business, it's one of the highest converting funnels. I just had Russell Brunson on the podcast the other day. He said it's one of the highest converting funnels for click funnels is the people who come through their their free plus shipping funnels and their book funnels. And I know I've talked to a bunch of entrepreneurs that have these type funnels with books in them. And it's just significantly more engaging. You're providing something with inher inherent value um, and you're accelerating the relationship through a mechanism that people already know and appreciate. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, Russell Brunson obviously is, uh, you know, extremely well known. And uh, I, you know, we use his tools and I've bought his courses and, and we funnel hack somebody else in a different industry uh, that my wife's working in the health and wellness space. And so we just went through the whole process and it was exactly like you said, free plus shipping, did the did the ups. I said to my wife, buy everything that this person sells because let's see how they're, they're monetizing it. So it was a free plus shipping book offer. So paid the money for that. Then we moved to a PDF and audio book. So that would have been probably the self-liquidated offer. Mm -hmm. um, then we bought a, yeah, an entry membership and then upgraded to the bigger membership. And yeah, it was amazing how the whole process just flowed like clockwork and it was just really well laid out. Um, yeah. And like you said, the book, book was just the beginning. Yeah. And, and depending on what you can get, I mean, I know I was just talking with Dave Woodward at ClickFunnels on ClickFunnels Radio today. And he you know, he said they started out, I think it was 25 to 35 bucks per book, average order value. And then now they're up into, you know, I want to say it's 45 to 60. So now all of a sudden, if you can get someone to claim a free book for less than 45 to 60 bucks, you're already in the black from day yeah. one. <laughs> uh, and, and these are ad, like you're sending salesmen are soldiers out into battle for your company <laughs> in these books because they're indoctrinating people in your way of thinking, your methodology, and spreading that message. And so I think it's just such a they're physical books that that go out there and bring bring customers back. Well, and we were at uh, Frank Kern's mastermind uh, a year or so ago down in La Jolla, and he, you know, uh, for an introverted guy, he brought out his um, ledger because he uses a ledger book to keep track of his um, <laughs> finances. And he went, this is what it cost me to get someone to, so I can give them a book. And this is what they're worth to me. And he just, just shared the numbers. And I remember looking at it thinking, that's better than any investment I've seen anywhere. I don't know why people wouldn't want to just create a book, follow that system. It's yeah. way better than you're going to make in the stock market, buying real estate or oil and gas. Because, you know, I'm sure you know better than I do. His numbers are pretty good. Yeah. Well, and, and he's a guy that's done book funnels really well. <laughs> and he goes very simple because <laughs> he's like, it's it's a good book, but the cover kind of sucks. And it's just like <laughs> very generic. It's like convert <laughs> and a, a yellow cover with just a, a, a title on it. And 
and it, I, I always look at that. I'm like, if he can get that to convert <laughs> um, that, that, that type of book funnel, like he does it extremely well and it's still valuable for the end reader because the book's really solid. So why don't we back up to the beginning for our listeners that are going, hey, I, you know, I want to write a book or I'd like to have a new way to grow my business. You know, our world's in a time of flux right now. Just kind of walk us through the process of what that looks like when someone would uh, come in and meet with someone on your team and begin the exploration. Absolutely. So really it comes down to as far as getting it written, written, it's a, it's a three-step process. And this is what we call um, the 24-hour book outline challenge. And so the goal is to go from idea, so I have something I might want to write about, to yeah. outline done in the next 24 hours. And if you're listening to this podcast right now, I would encourage you to take this challenge. Even if, you know, if you're not quite sure if you're going to write a book, you know, you may be thinking about it. Maybe you even think like, there's no way. Just take the challenge. Um, see if you can get an outline done in the next 24 hours. Implement what I'm about to teach. And and I think you'll find that there's more knowledge in that noggin of yours than you think. And it's going to be easier than you think. So that's the context. The three steps. Step number one is the mind map. So create a mind map of all the things that you can think of on this topic. So it's a brain dump, take you 15 minutes, right? And then once you do that, what you want to do is move into step two, which is turning that mind map into an outline. And the way you're going to do that is start to group groups of ideas or common ideas into groups or into sections. So we'll call it, you'll probably have about five sections or so. And then you'll order those sections in the order that you want to cover it in the book. And then you'll drill down into those sections about three chapters or so per section. And so now all of a sudden you've got a 15 chapter outline. And that's when you'll move into step three, which is to write the book. And this, this is kind of a choose your own adventure. Or I'll, t- I'll take a step back for a second. So before you go into the writing piece, one thing that might be helpful, we've got this thing called the book outline template generator. It is legit. <laughs> um, so basically like it's this little tool that we built. You, you click a couple buttons and then it'll spit out a Google doc. That's like a 25 page fill in the blank Google doc. And you just make a copy of it and it's got a table of contents. It's got the chapter heading. It's got like introduction heading, like all that stuff. You literally just start typing into it and it's got prompts and stuff to help you throughout the process. It's pretty cool. So I highly recommend using that as part of the outline, but then you get to step three, choose your own adventure. You can either A, write, which is, all right, I'm going to start with chapter number one, take 10 minutes, mind mapping everything I can think of on that chapter, 10 minutes, turning that mind map into an outline and then an hour and a half writing the chapter. So you're going to get a chapter done every couple of hours or on the flip side, if you speak better than you write, then you'll take 10 minutes mind mapping the chapter, 10 minutes turning that mind map into an outline for the chapter. And then instead of writing the chapter, you'll speak the chapter. So say, you know, take 10 minutes to speak the chapter and you'll repeat that process chapter by chapter by chapter. So now all of a sudden you can have a rough draft done in a handful of an hour, in a handful of hours, or in a weekend, um, and and just kind of shortcut the process. So, nuts and bolts. That's the three steps of mind map, outline, write. Well, I was at an event that Chris Ducker had held in the Philippines called Tropical Think Tank, and James Remco was talking about the fact that he doesn't like to write, but he produces content every day, so he speaks it. And so, when I finally, after I got my idea of publishing my book from a, a goal to actually starting it, that's that's the method that I followed. Was your method for for speaking it? I don't know that I can speak any better than I can write. I just find that it was easier to speak it than it was to write it. So I created exactly what you said: an outline, a mind map, a TED talk, or whatever you want to call it. Recorded it, and, and that was the chapter. That's awesome. 
So now, you know, it's now you've been through that process. I'm assuming there's some editing and formatting and all the stuff to take what you've done and, and, and dress it up and make sure it looks good and presentable. Yes. Yes. I mean, that's when you move into formatting book production, which for most people, like I, and I always say this, it's like, until you have your rough draft done, nothing else matters. Right. So the biggest thing that people do is they, they think about production. They think about formatting. They think about marketing. They think about the title. They think about the cover. They think about all these things that are not helping them get their rough draft done. And my goal for, for people like, when you're listening to this or my goal for our students is how do we take you to the rough draft finish line as fast as possible? Because when you finish your rough draft, it's something crazy that happens is you start to see the light at the end of the tunnel and you start to believe that this is possible. Yeah. So it, it goes from this thing that I'm thinking about doing to this thing that's going to get done. <laughs> um, and so that would be my first disclaimer is like nothing else matters until you have your rough That's a good point. Yeah, and I, I would say that the people who are doing covers and doing all that sort of stuff really are just procrastinating doing what they really need to do. I say, hey, look, I'm working on my book. What are you doing? I'm researching cover designs. Like, well, what's 100%. the title of your book? I don't have yeah. a title. Well, then you're not, then you're just really procrastinating. Get off your duff and get it done. A hundred percent. And, and, and it, yeah, it's like, you can, you know, it's the the kind of the joke of like, you can tell when some, when a writer has a deadline, because that's when they're on Facebook, social media, all that stuff, because <laughs> writing is uncomfortable. Like people don't like doing it for the most part. Yeah. And writing a book is hard. <laughs> like we can, we definitely make it as easy as possible, but it's still a difficult process. And, and it's, you're thinking through, you're processing, you're, you know, saying, hey, what do I really feel or think about this? Uh, and how I'm going to make definitive statements and all that. So I think uh, like the book production, yes, it's important. And and when you get to that phase, it's very important. But so first the lens, get the rough draft done. And then it's, all right, now I need a cover designer. I need an editor. I need someone to format the book. And those are kind of the big three, the main three um, to take, to take it from rough draft finished to actual book published. That's uh, that's really cool, and I, I don't want to downplay, uh, you know, um, or contradict your point about uh, being difficult. But I, I, my own personality, I didn't feel that. I felt that the most difficult thing was starting and following the process that you outlined in terms of the mind map and the outline, and then speaking it was so easy. If I just understood that, if I had someone, if someone had this conversation that we're having now with me years ago, it would have been done years ago. Oh, hundred percent. Cause the hardest part is, I, lo I love that you said that the hardest part is starting and committing to yourself that you're going to get started. And that's what I think is crazy, you know, depending on when this episode launches. I mean, I know as we're recording this, we're still in the middle of all the coronavirus stuff. And that's been the crazy thing for our business is if we've seen more people signing up as of late and more books getting published because of this. Because the biggest excuse I think that people always have is I don't have time. <laughs> That's right. So now and, you can call them on it. Oh my gosh, yes. I mean, <laughs> they get on the phone with my team and that's just like, oh, sorry, actually, yeah, you do. <laughs> and I yeah, realized like, it's not, yeah, it's not for like, yes. it, it, there's a lot of ki people with kids at home and like all that stuff. So like, I don't want to be insensitive to what's happening, obviously. But for a lot of folks, we do have this, this kind of found time where it's like, hey, I, I can't go anywhere. I've got extra time. Now let's use that time to invest in your future. Let's use that time to plant seeds, to create, 
to 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 build this thing that's going to continue um, to bring lead sales uh, and referrals for your business. Well, and makes a, a differentiator between you and your competitor. 100%. So if you're if you're bidding on work, a contract, or you're going to speak someplace, the credibility of being a published best-selling author gives you a step up over the guy that's beside you. Absolutely. So. How much time or do you think you, your team spends uh, working with people that are having self-doubt? I don't know if it's an issue um, or not. I just, I just think <laughs> I'm assuming I'm assuming it is because I remember when I finished my book, yeah. I'm going like, do I really want to publish that? Like, was is it yeah. really any good? Is anyone going to care? It's a huge root issue. And sometimes people won't say it, but it's the thing that they're actually thinking about and the thing that they're worried about. So I'd say all... all all kinds of time with it. I mean, we certainly address it in our curriculum and it's something that continually comes up. I mean, our, our, our coaching team completes hundreds of coaching calls per week. Uh, and I would say that it, it, it comes up all the time. <laughs> Who knows how many hundreds of hours a month that they're talking with students about that, but it's definitely a lot. Well, I mean, and so your process, I mean, you're not just telling people what to do and leaving them out there. You've got someone coaching, answering questions, kind of holding their hand and guiding them or pushing them along. A hundred percent. Like it's, it's, yeah. I mean, it's a, that's why, you know, my book published the proven path from blank page to published author. That's why we call it the proven path because we keep iterating, like it's always improving, but it's, it's, it's a process to follow. And so I, I think people come to us for one of two reasons and, or for for two main reasons is number one they need help like they need someone to show them the path so like yep. show them the process so we always say it's kind of like a mix between Indiana Jones and Jillian Michaels we're gonna blaze <laughs> the trail and yep. show you how to avoid the landmines show you how to save time show you how to save money show you how to make more money with the book we're gonna save you a ton of money on the book cover you know cover design editors formatters all that stuff but then there's the other piece which is Jillian Michaels which is we're going to hold you accountable to do the work, right? And the reason a lot of people don't get their book done is because they need someone to hold them accountable. That's kind of like the reason most people don't go to the gym is because they need someone to hold them accountable. So like an accountability buddy or a trainer or something like that. Uh, and so I think that's the two-part piece that people need. And that's, that's why they end up working with us. That's really cool. Yeah, I found the blind spot in my home gym, depending where I put my laptop when we do our CrossFit and I hear my trainer go, hey, Doug, I can't see you're off camera. It's like, yeah, I know where the blind <laughs> spot is. I'm having a rest. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But like you said, there's there's your coach encouraging you. Like they're not giving you grief. They're encouraging you to get back in the game. Do you want to share an example with the client, name the client, not name the client, totally up to you of how you walk somebody through this process and kind of what the end result was um, when they use this as a tool uh, to build their their business? Oh, 100%. I mean, there's so many success stories at this point. It's, it's hard to, and I'm out of the day-to-day -day coaching. Uh, I coach the original people and now we've got, you know, a team a team full of coaches. and So you coach the Hel, uh, Elrods and Michael Hyatts and now you've, you've handed that off to your team? Not not quite. I'm just joking. Yeah. I'm yeah, just, yeah. I'm looking, <laughs> I, I looked at your website and I'm looking and going, you guys are really big names that are endorsing endorsing what you guys are doing. Yeah. So, I mean, those guys are big advocates of what we do. Absolutely. And how Elrod has been one of the earliest and, and biggest supporters of us. We were the first and only thing that he ever promoted for a while. And because he said, hey, writing and self-publishing a book single-handedly changed my life and the life, the lives of my family and this, you know, my kids and everything. Um, and so he, he is quick to recommend self-publishing school and it's just awesome friend, awesome guy. And the miracle morning is an amazing book. I mean, I have a morning routine because of him and because of, 
that book and it's, it's changed my life. Um, but yeah, I, so we've got a team now and it, it's, I mean, it's, but we, like last week we published 16 books. Um, so there's a couple last books a week. day. Wow. That, yeah. So, I mean, and last month I think it was 53. Our goal was 50. Um, so there's a lot of books being published. Some of my favorite stories. I mean, one of my favorite stories is um, Sean Sumner. He was one of our earliest students. He's a physical therapist, wrote a book about physical therapy, did multiple books. And then his, uh, his daughter came to him and said, dad, I want to write a book. And so he says, okay, you know, like thinking this is like, you know, just a thing that she's saying is not actually going to do. Said, so, all right, well, why don't you go write 50 words and then come back to me? <laughs> the classic parent, like parenting pro move or, or, or leadership pro move, I guess either one yeah. is, is say yes and throw a couple hurdles. <laughs> yeah. And then she came back like a little while later and had 50 words done. And he was like, oh, wow. Okay. You're serious. And so then they went once every weekend um, for a while and she finished the book. She wrote and published this book called The Fairies of Waterfall Island. Uh, and the book made four grand in the first three months. She was on all these, like got all this PR. So her and I were on Good Morning Sacramento, um, which is kind of cool. And she was on all these other TV shows and newspapers and all that stuff. The book still makes money. Every single month she has her quote unquote allowance, which is really just her book royalties. She started doing speaking gigs so she's like spoke at, she started speaking at schools, like local high school or not local high schools, local, um, like elementary and middle schools. And they pay her like her, her fees up to 400 bucks. <laughs> That's so good. That's so cool. Uh, and, and like, I think her first speaking gig, she made like 1100 bucks because they paid her 250 bucks, I think was, was the fee. And then they sold a ton of books. So wow. Like, and so now all of a sudden when she does this, she makes a few hundred bucks. And so it's fun because, you know, it all started with her dad, which her dad now works for us and is, is our community manager and all that stuff. And, and, and so it's, it's just got kind of been this cool and evolving thing. And that's inspired us to kind of create a whole other division of, of our company, which is PR and speaking for authors. So like, how do you get more speaking gigs? How do you get more PR, press, publicity, podcast interviews, all that stuff? And that's been like a really cool evolution. And now her and her dad have some content in the program that's like how to get booked and uh, speak at schools. <laughs> so it's kind of it's kind of crazy how full circle all that's come. But that's probably one of my favorite stories because now all of a sudden I've got other people who work for me that their kids are starting and wanting to write a book and are doing it. And then we've got kids in SPS, so self-publishing school, like kids of people, the other parents who went through the program, like now it's been kind of this ripple effect where we, it's this cool thing where we say, Hey, when you commit to doing this thing, guess what? Your kids are watching and they can do it. And like, think about how your kid's life's going to be changed forever. Like her confidence as an eight year old girl that did that. And now is becoming a young woman, like her confidence, her speaking, her budgeting, her, like all of these life skills that you want to teach your kid as a parent, like all in this one thing of doing a book and then the, all the corresponding things that have come since then. So I just think about like how, how changed Emma's life is and then how she's able to impact all the other kids that are thinking about doing something like that. And that's, that's probably one of my all time favorite stories. That's really cool because, you know, it draws your family in and now you've got this unique bond with your, in this case, his daughter that, you know, daughter and, and, and father have done something together. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah. which is, 
Yeah, in, in a in a world that that doesn't always that doesn't always oh, happen. Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, in a world where most dads aren't there, right? And yeah. and and dads either right rightfully or wrongfully so are are kind of the villain <laughs> because either they're not there or it's just the stigma. But I think it, I think it's so cool, it's like someone like Sean, and I think it inspires other dads of like, hey, especially dads of girls, is like, hey, you can be very present in your daughter's life. And as a girl dad, you can motivate and inspire and and like help them unlock kind of these all these traits and and just and yeah, that's thing is super cool. And have that unique bond. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I had a guy yesterday on one of my lives and he was talking about he said with his daughter, he he tries to find a sport that's really expensive that she'll never be able to afford on her own when she moves out. To, um so they'll be able to do it together. So he's been getting her into scuba diving. <laughs> So that, so that was that was his hook. So he said, once a year, I can take her away for a week and we can go scuba diving. But I'm gonna I'm gonna have to share this episode with him, saying, here's here's another thing you could do That's with your daughter. Hilarious. You could help her. You could help her write a book. That's awesome. So, do you want to just walk us through some of the work that you guys do in terms of helping uh, people? So, once they publish the book, you help them uh, leverage that book for you said for speaking and for getting on podcasts and PR. Yeah. So kind of, we call it the author advantage journey is, is, so it's like all about unlocking the author advantage. And it's this whole concept of like, Hey, when you publish a book, you open this magical world that kind of only exists for published authors. Like there's all these opportunities that are going to open up to you um, by publishing a book. And so um, we believe that a book is the start of that journey. And so from there, it just depends on people's goals, but we'll help people with PR and speaking for authors. We'll help people with uh, course building for authors. So like, how do you turn this book into a course? How do, do you want to sell more books? Like, what does that look like? Is it if you want to write a fiction book, children's books, stuff like that. So we've got like different ways that we can further help people. And then um, we have a, a live event called Author Advantage Live, um, which is, last year was our first year. And um, we had, speaking of how Elrod, uh, how Elrod spoke there last year. And we had, it was awesome, man. It was, it was our very first one. We had like um, sold out. It was like 300 people. We're doing it again this year. The goal is 600, 750 people. And um, it's just growing and developing. And so that's, that's it's like. September 24th, 26th in yeah, Orlando. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's this September. Hopefully, fingers crossed, no COVID still happening. I'm fairly confident that that'll be the case. We've got backup plans if it, if, if it, if it is. But um, we're super excited. September 24th to 26th in Orlando authoradvantagelive.com. There's going to be some amazing speakers that we haven't announced yet. Uh, and we're already almost halfway sold out, which has been kind of fun. But so that that's kind of like where we where we build, like we believe that the book is, is, is a starting point. So, I mean, that's great though. I mean, so you go from, you know, idea, like you said, idea, blank page to to completed book, published author, best-selling author. And then you've got all the other processes to help people to monetize. Yes. You know, like you said, you've got several strategies. You can go down this road, you can go down that road. If you want to do the free plus shipping, we've got that. If you want to develop a course on the back end, and now you've got the speaking and PR. So you guys really do take them from idea right through to putting the money in the bank. A hundred percent. And that's the goal is how do you, how do you, again, how to use this book um, to grow your income, to grow your impact and to grow your business uh, and, and feeding into those vehicles, depending on people's goals. Cause for some people it's, Hey, I, I don't care about any of that other stuff. I just want to write a book and I'm not going to sure. die without writing a book. Like yeah. I've got to do this. And so, and then especially on the fiction side of things, memoir, children's book, like, 
there's certainly that where it's like, okay, cool. We are going to help you do that. <laughs> uh, and that is our goal. And that's what we're going to do. Uh, and I think there's a lot of other people who say, I, I see this as a mechanism to help grow my business. And I, in my opinion, I think that's our superpower because that's very unique. Uh, and and I, I think a lot of what we do is unique and, and effective, but that especially. Yeah, we had a friend who became an accidental author, played ball with him, and uh, he uh, he was helping out his niece um, a, a one province over and had sent her a bunch of stuff around animals because she was learning it in school. And he said, oh, that's the wrong stuff. And her dad knew someone at Disney and submitted it. And they were calling this guy for like a month and he wouldn't return their call. He thought, ah, it's prank call, prank call, prank call, prank call. Uh, eventually it was and <laughs> he got he got published oh, and he got his own got his own show. But I mean that's wow. that's a that that's a that's a pretty big stretch. But it was kind of cool listening to uh, listening to his story. That's amazing. <laughs> So what's, uh, what's got you most excited these days? I mean, you've been doing this for a while. You've had um, success for yourself and for your clients and your team as your team's been building. So I'm sure you're setting new goals. So what's really got you excited these days? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think there's a couple things. So, I, I mean, we just launched Seven Bigger Principles podcast and are relaunching the Self-Publishing School podcast. And those are two things I'm really fired up about and already seeing just the fruit from that and how many people that's helping. So Seven Bigger Principles is all about you know, teaching, hey, how do we go from zero to 16 million in five years? I mean, what are the principles? Like the operational yeah. life and business principles. So a lot of people are talking about the sexy stuff, the marketing stuff, the sales, that's cool. And even, you know, the visionary stuff, but what does it actually look like to to operate in, in, at a high level that business? And what are the fundamental business and life principles for you to scale. And so that's just a fun passion side project that I started doing all these YouTube videos and it was all the questions that my entrepreneur buddies would ask <laughs> uh, and and even my team would ask. And so it was a way for me to scale teaching that to people that I care about being my team and being my entrepreneur friends. And, you know, if nobody else listens to it, cool. Like that's like, I got a text literally today, a buddy said, sent me a picture of him running a book club with his company. And and this was someone that like, if I said his name, you'd probably, you, you'd probably recognize it. And he was like, and I was like, oh, check out this post on the self-publishing school site. And I've got a video on there too. And he was like, yeah, already did. We're using your process. The book club went great. That, <laughs> and so that's like, really that, cool. Like that is really fun for me. And so seeing, you know, how do you develop as a leader, a player hiring process? How do you hire your first salesperson? What's my morning? We talked about how I'd morning routine, like my miracle morning. Like, what does that look like? How do you work from home successfully? Like all those fundamental videos. So that's been really cool. And we turn it into a podcast and episodes come out two every Tuesday and Thursday. So that's been cool. And they're just short, punchy, like, Hey, let me teach you this thing. Five minutes, 15 minutes. Uh, and then, the self-publishing school podcast has been fun and re-energizing because we're bringing it back. It was, it was just, it, I look, I, we did, we stopped doing it. And then like a few months ago, I looked at the stats and I was like, oh my gosh, there's that many people still downloading this. And I realized we were getting all these customers from it. It's like, all right, we got to bring this back. And it'll be an excuse to talk to some of my favorite, most successful authors ever and bring them on the podcast. <laughs> um, and so, so when is your self-publishing podcast going to launch? Yeah, it'll probably launch by the time this episode's out because it's in a, it's in a few days. But it launches April twenty second. Relaunches. We've already been dripping out 
episodes. Like just recently oh, released cool. an episode with How Elride, with Gretchen Rubin. We've got episodes coming out with Michael Hyatt, with John Gordon, with Pat Flynn, Russell. Any well known people or just those guys? <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it's been fun, man. I, I'm shocked at how many people have already said yes. I think but that's cool because you get all these, you get a lot of people talk about growing six figures to seven figures and seven figures to eight figures. And I just remember saying, you know, it's, it's really tough to find people that are in that space because you need to oh, make yeah. decisions differently yeah. and, and you very likely need to change your team. So your legal team, your financial team, because there's a big difference between six figures and eight figures in terms of planning and execution. A hundred percent. And you mentioned that you know, seven to eight figures and six to seven. And I completely agree, man. And I think it's the operational fundamental principles that need to be taught. And so that's, what's been fun about seven figure principles. My buddy, Austin Netsley, he's got some really cool stuff on six to seven figures. He's literally just published a book called from six to seven figures. So if you're, if you're looking for kind of fundamental things there, that's cool too. And, and then it's just been fun on the flip side, like with the self-publishing school podcast, just, I'm like, I can't find anything like it where it's like <laughs> the most cool. successful authors on the planet that are specifically using books to grow their business. Like that's yeah. what I really care about. It's like, hey, how do you use this thing, uh, use a book to grow a business? So it's just been fun getting in their head <laughs> uh, because we, we're, we're pulling a lot of lessons for it and just applying it for, with our authors and how we launch books. Well, congrats. I'll make sure I tune into the podcast. So I'll mark it down Tuesdays, Thursdays, same days we publish, but there's always room on my iTunes account for another great podcast. Yeah. So, well, hey, we Wednesdays is the self-publishing school podcast. So maybe that, maybe that'll be the good one. <laughs> there we go. Cool. So getting back to publishing and writing books, um, you know, you travel, you you know, travel and you're ex out in the community. What's the bad advice that you hear people give? And I, I typically hear the bad advice normally comes from people who don't know what they're doing, but they're happy to share their bad news anyhow. So what's the bad advice people should ignore? Uh, specific to books, right? Or, or what you know, to your business model, what you're doing? Yeah. I mean, it's something specific to books. It's traditionally publish. And if you don't traditionally publish, it's not legit. And then I think it's also the flip side of that, which is just quickly publish a crappy book, like mm. the two extremes. I think those are, those are, that's the stuff that drives me crazy. I think it's just bad advice on both sides of it. And then I think in the business arena, it's, it's, it's that the only thing that matters is sales and marketing, which don't get me wrong. This is I, I thought that's all that mattered, but I, that's maybe because I'm a sales and marketing guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think it matters a lot. <laughs> sure and I've it does, got, yeah. You know, it's funny. I've got a video on the Seven Figure Principles show, which is the YouTube version of the podcast and then the podcast. But it's all about like, unless you have sales for your business, you don't have a business, you have a business idea. So like, <laughs> I am very much in the camp of you need to sell yeah, yes, and you need yeah. to market. But I think the market, especially the world that we're in, has overcorrected to losing sight of why you're in this business, which is for your customers and to add value to your customers and to have happy customers. <laughs> and and if you focus only on sales and marketing and you have a horrible customer experience, well, you're just going to be more quickly pouring water into a bucket that has a lot of holes in it. And so yeah, I think for sure. that's the bad advice is like nothing else matters but sales and marketing. I think sales and marketing is very important. Yes. And I love it. <laughs> like it is the but thing But if you don't I keep the customers or keep them happy, you lose all the referral business and you're putting 100%. out fires and dealing with complaints. And it's, it's, a, it's a short term play. So who's the one person I absolutely have to have on my podcast that you can introduce me to? Oh man, I, I, I mentioned earlier, I think Austin Netsley. Okay. Talk about systems guy, talk about marketing guy, talk about six, seven figures. Like he's a good friend of mine and 
very, very sharp. Well, cool. I'd love if you'd make an introduction for us. Absolutely. And then Chandler, where should people reach out? I mean, you got lots of stuff going on. So what's the easiest way for people to get in touch with you or your team and learn more what you're doing and start to explore uh, the opportunities that are available for them? Absolutely. So I don't have social media other than Facebook. You can find me there as far as what we're doing at Self-Publishing School. If you want to grab a copy of my most recent book published, um, you can get that for free on the website. All you have to do is pay shipping and handling. Uh, and that's self-publishingschool.com forward slash published, like I published a book. Um, yep. And so that's that's on the site. And then the second Probably most helpful resource I would mention is um, what I mentioned earlier when I was talking about the three-step writing process, which is um, the book outline template generator, which is that's on our site, uh, on our post about how to write a book. Or if you just literally Google how to write a book, I think it's like we're like number three or something. You can just click that and you'll find the post as well as um, the book outline template generator. They'll spit out that 25-page Google Doc. That'll be a great place to get started. Super good. I just want to say thanks. Appreciate you taking time out of your day and just sharing and giving some insight uh, for our audience of what opportunities exist and you know why they should consider, strongly consider, now they've got a little bit more time, putting pen to paper and getting that book they've always wanted to write, get it written and get it out the door and, and uh, get it making money for them. Absolutely. Doug, thank you so much. And I appreciate you having me. So there you go, listeners. This is another episode of Real Marketing Real Fast. I uh, hope you enjoyed the conversation today. I've got a page of notes here that uh, we'll make sure we get transcribed. We'll make sure that all the links for uh, Chandler are up on the website. Also, I'll make sure there's a link for the Author Advantage Live, the event they're holding in September. Um, so you can click and register there. So I want to say thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to serving you on our next episode. That's all for this episode of Real Marketing Real Fast. Now it's time to take your marketing to the next level by visiting DougMorneau.com and downloading our advanced marketing white papers as well as exclusive resources based on today's episode. That's DougMorneau.com. Until next time, we look forward to serving you right here on Real Marketing Real Fast.